All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of In the Huddle. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. And Sam, what a week we had once again. Probably one of the best weeks of the season. Yeah. You called it in uh, a text we had on okay. Saturday night. Al, I will send this picture to you. Just a quick, just put it up right here really quick. I had a DM. Uh, well, it kind of, after that Cowboys pick six, it kind of failed. But all right, what I said a uh, day before Red Zone is I said that these games are kind of random, but the witching hour is going to be insane because that's how you know it's going to be good is when the games actually suck because everything that gets hyped up this year just turns out being bad. And then I said the every single window. game except for the Jags-Titans game is going to be great in the witching hour, which was true up until the Cowboys had a pick six. So I'm going to take credit for that. But um, Chris, I mean, I think we're, we're hitting a hot streak. We have three good witching hours in a row. Um, we got Thanksgiving coming up in a few days. I think we're hitting the exact prime of the football of, of season. Of course, because now we have the around Thanksgiving week is when the playoff picture really starts to come together. And then yeah. we start looking at it every week and it's going to intensify, especially this week. We'll get into that uh, pretty early on. But the whole Thursday night debacle with the injuries, that just yeah. shakes everything up. We'll get into that a little, a little hey, bit. Hey, as every week goes on, it's better for us because there's less and less teams that we have to talk about yeah. because they just get so irrelevant. But um. Yeah, things are really cooking up, so I'm excited to talk about it. Chris, let's roll the it. intro. All right, let's roll it. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, Chris, um, you just mentioned some Thursday night football injuries. We'll get to that in a second, but we just had a game last night about 12 hours ago. It's oh, should I do my uh, one and only shout out? Sure. Before we do the Sunday football game, let's let's do your one shout out. Of the All week right. Because uh, if it's Chris, if it's one shout out, it better be as powerful as the other three. Okay. I don't know. A lot how of pressure on you. I don't know how powerful this is compared to how bad the offense is. All right. New York All right, Jet let's fans. Watch it. Get get ready for it because somehow Oh, they've seen this video somehow, a million times already. Somehow you guys have made the Pittsburgh Steeler offense not look like a complete dumpster fire. I thought that was bad. This <laughs> offense yesterday, your receivers combined for nine yards was pathetic. And I just want to show you guys this. What else is there to need to, to be said? Season's a disaster. That's such it, a that's it, such a cute fall like uh, not like in a demeaning way not like actually cute like it's just the only like, bright spot like, like look at zach wilson he's just he's so innocent and horrible at football the so. only bright spot with Brees hall yesterday i'm sitting there watching garrett wilson thinking how's this dude not even getting peppered with targets disaster i don't think zach wilson starting next week salas said that he's gonna really have to think about it i can't believe it took you this long to think about changing who your starting quarterback is after you saw the whole thing last year and the same thing's going on this year Jeff fans want Aaron Rodgers back so badly, even if the season is not going to go anywhere. But that's enough Jets talk. I'm done, Sam. You want to start off with the Sunday night game? Sure. Broncos. Let's, let's move from Al's second favorite team to Al's first favorite team. The Denver Broncos back on no, track. No, not the Broncos. The Vikings. But no, the Broncos back on track. Right, yeah. Five and five, defeating the Minnesota Vikings, one of the hottest teams in football right now. Pretty crazy to think how just a few... It's <laughs> weird, weird to hear, like... For two seasons in a row, at one point in each season, they were considered the hottest team in football. It's the Vikings. I don't get it. Al, what, what, do you, what do you have more pain from, being a fan of the Jets or the Vikings? What gives you more pain at the end of the day? 
I, I actually think it's close. It's closer than I think. I think initially people would be like the Jets, but the Vikings at least give you hope and then rip your heart out every season. So watch Josh Dobbs. I'm sorry, Vikings fans. I feel like he's going to get to the playoffs and he's just something's going to happen. He's going to throw a pick at the end and you're going to realize no matter how likable a guy is, second you put on that Vikings uniform, it's just heartbreak. So I don't know. It's tough because I don't think it, nobody expected the Dobbs to be doing this this season. Look, he had a good run, and he's going to continue to have a good run. I mean, it was still a close game. He had a chance to win at the end. I'm not going to put this one on Josh Jobs at all. He played his heart out for the third week in a row, and it came down to an issue that not a lot of people like to talk about. You know, at the beginning of the season, the Vikings' main issue was the defense, but now their defense has, you know, taken shape, and I think people have to start talking about the offensive line because that was something that's been an issue for the entirety of Kirk Cousins' career on the Vikings. And now, you know, Josh Jobs, he might make it look slightly better for points at games because he could use his legs. But at the end of the day, when you, you know, you have a chance at the end of the game to, you know, do a two-minute drill, your offensive linemen are going to be tired. And yep. if you're sending pressure the entire game as the Broncos did, like at some point they're going to fold. And that's exactly what happened at the end of the game. Yeah, I, I just think it's crazy how a few weeks, not not a few weeks ago, more like two months ago, the Broncos gave up 70 fan, fan, fantasy points. Regular seven, 70 points, regular yeah. points to the Dolphins. Everyone's saying their season's over. And everyone's crapping on their defense. And now look at it. They're all the way back, 5-5. Five and five, And they're right in the, in the AFC wildcard playoff hunt right now. 500, it's, it's wide open, especially with what's going on with injuries around the league and just the uncertainty. It's still... I know it's the second half of the season, but it's still very early. So the Broncos, do I think they're going to make the playoffs? Probably not. But mathematically, you know, they, they have, easily can. They have the tiebreaker over the Bills now if it comes down to it. I mean, that, that game is going to end up being huge. But I don't know. Broncos fans, uh, I'm just waiting for the downfall to happen. It's coming a little bit later this year. But don't worry. I, I'm not counting you in. You guys had a nice little streak here. But trust me. I know the Broncos better than anyone else besides Broncos fans. You're, you're not making the playoffs. I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. I saw the Raiders lose to the Dolphins. That was awesome. I saw the Chargers charger and absolutely blow it against the Packers yesterday. That was fun. Broncos, this is this is, you know, this is actually perfect. Keep your hopes up, and then it's just going to get smashed. It must be so nice being in a division when right now the three other teams are very just predictable and find a way just to knock themselves out. It's close to like how the Patriots were for about 20 years, but well, I'm not gonna jinx anything. But Broncos country, you're gonna cry in about two months. Trust me. Okay. I don't think they're they even had nah. People are gonna be like now. People are gonna be like Sam. You're so salty that you lost to the Broncos. No, no. I just I have confidence in myself in our team to keep doing what we're doing and at simultaneously watch the Broncos collapse because this is really fun to watch your guys give your hopes up because you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win the playoffs. Sorry. Sorry. All right, so Look, it's my duty to trash talk AFC West teams on this podcast, like you should be doing with the Bengals coming up here on Thursday Night Football, even though it's not really their fault because they have an injury. Terrible. Chris, let's talk about it. Joe Burrow, obviously, as you know. I have a lot to say about this. Go whole, ahead. You, whole you go first. Uh, just so, let, let them know. Thursday Night Football. the game. What happens? Baltimore beats the Bengals, but I, at the end of the day, I, neither team came out of there with a the win. The Ravens lose their best offensive skill position player, Mark Andrews, done for the year with an ankle injury. And the Bengals lose their MVP, Joe Burrow, one of the best quarterbacks in the league for the yeah. season with a wrist injury. There's a touchdown pass, and then he's looking at that wrist, and he, he's done for the year. So Bengals fans, 
it sucks. You guys were on the up. I know you guys had a loss the previous week, and now you're back to 500. I want to say, if 500. Yeah, you know it sucks. We were gonna. When the season's over. You lose Joe Burrow. Um, it's it's terrible. Playoff aspirations with Joe Burrow. Super Bowl aspirations with Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase. And now it's all over. So you're looking on to next year. The the Ravens, you lose Mark Andrews. So for the Ravens, it's weird because usually Lamar is the one who will get an ankle injury, miss a few weeks. But this year, J.K. Dobbins, Mark Andrews, you have everyone else getting hurt around Lamar. So it's going to be really interesting. And then you go to the past Sunday, Steelers-Browns. That's a huge game. It was a terrible game to watch. Browns game-winning field goal against the Steelers when neither team actually won that game if you were forced to watch that game it was just painful uh the browns actually pulled the steelers in that game they they just kept it close the entire way and then they pulled out like one last second drive out of their ass that was like a few good runs and like a few stops towards the steelers offense so now you know what it's like to lose to the steelers (laughs) it was because the browns did exactly that painful but i'm interested to see because you had the two front runners in the afc north both go down with big injuries. So what's going to happen? The Ravens still have Lamar. So as I'm not as worried. So at tight end, they still have some depth. They have Isaiah Likely, who he's not bad. And they have Charlie Kohler, who gets absolutely no run. I only know who Charlie Kohler is because he's on my dynasty team, on my taxi squad. That's, that's the only reason oh, I, I know. I that, yeah. So hopefully he gets some run. Not that I'm ever going to be using him, but yeah. just a little fun fact out there for all my dynasty uh, players. It's going to be interesting to see. So I think oh, my the, dynasty. <laughs> I still think the Ravens are the favorites in division. As long as they have Lamar, they have the best quarterback uh, help right now in the division, simply because Burrow is out for the year. Yeah. Um, but I'm not counting out the Steelers yet. I know the odds went down tremendously after a lot loss to the Browns. I had a feeling the Browns are going to win this game, but after the whole thing with PJ Walker not starting it being DTR, uh, I, it's it's close because it really comes down to this. It's still a wide open division for whoever can win this game because I'm interested to see what this Ravens offense looks like without Mark Andrews. Granted, not every week is going to go out and have 100 yards, but he's still Mark Andrews. He's going to get a lot of attention from the defense because any week he can go out there and have yeah. 100 yards. Yeah. So Zay Flowers is going to have to step up. I know Odell got hurt after his best game all year. He's been banged up for this entire, for the majority of the season so far. So it's going to be interesting with AFC North. I know it's not the most flashy or exciting division, but it's definitely the most, the division I had the most interest in as far as, not just because I'm a fan of an AFC North team, but because of the fact how the whole playoff picture, every team coming into the week was in the playoffs. Then now you have the injuries and every team is still above, well, not the Bengals, but 500 or above. So it's a very uh, interesting race. So we're going to have to see what happens here and... It, it's just tough sledding for fans of this team right now. So we'll test out Lamar's uh, ability to get over that hump that he's been, you know, dealing with for the last four or five seasons of mm-hmm. only winning one playoff game. We'll see if he could really, you know, have his best season this year when Ray it comes Ravens to without Mark Andrews. Can't so. catch a break. It seems like they just injury, always injuries. injury prone, injury yeah. prone. Um, but Bengals fans, I'm sorry, guys. That's tough. We, we were gonna have my dad on the show, probably. If you know, if they made the playoffs, maybe maybe a Chiefs Bengals rematch. I don't think and, he wanted uh, to even no, come he was so he was just I would have so. Been. I don't even think he watched the the Ravens game because he was out and he couldn't watch. It. And then he came back home, he saw that it was a blowout. He just went home and he knew that Joe Burrow was done. And I, I just terrible. 
I sound like a broken record, but I'm the only Chiefs fan in the world that doesn't hate the Bengals right now, and uh, I feel horrible. If it's not because if it's not the Chiefs making the Super Bowl from the FC, I want it to be the Bengals, and I want them to win the Super Bowl because, damn, just another year wasted. It, it sucks. It really does suck. I'm sorry, Bengals fans. The amount of quarterbacks going down with injuries this year, it's it's like a record. You have Kirk, Daniel Jones, Burrow, Watson, Watson, Anthony Richardson. Yep, so many guys. Aaron Rodgers, obviously, going down with injuries, but yeah. Hopefully next year is a little bit uh, nicer yeah. to, the, to a good position of the quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, we got our AFC North segment out of the way because that's obviously the most interesting division still. Um, but let's go to a team in the AFC South, which we've been keeping tabs on the last few weeks. They're six and four. CJ Stroud and the Texans. Most now, exciting AFC team this year. Arguably the most exciting team in the league they, this year. They are giving off the biggest... 2021 Bengals vibes I've ever seen. Like this is a team, legitimately as a Chiefs fan. Like I'm actually a little bit worried. I, I look, C.J. Stroud had his worst game of his career so far. Three interceptions yesterday, and they still won. They proved yesterday. Look, their their defense has been shaky the last few weeks. They put up. They gave up 37 to the Bucks. Um, who did they play at last week? Now it's oh the Bengals. Yeah, they give up 24 points to the Bengals. And now you come into this game, you're playing Kyler Murray, who, by the way, we haven't talked about him yet coming back. He's looked he's looked just back to normal oh, yeah. coming off of his injury. He looks great. So to only give up 16 points to Kyler Murray and that offense, which has been rolling for the last two weeks, that just proves how dangerous the Texans are mm-hmm. because you don't even need C.J. Stroud to put you, you know, give you five touchdown passes. He had three picks. All I got to say defense is defense is the one Dell. that won the game. Tank Dell. Oh, he my is gosh. The guy. Guys. I haven't talked about fantasy in a long time. Uh, you made fun of me for, for my Tank Dell call. In the last two weeks. You know he's fine. He's, he's, I'll take the L because I have him on my fantasy team he's and been, I couldn't be happier. He's been killing it. He's been kicking butt right now for fantasy football players. You know what I named, You know what I renamed my uh, fantasy team name? You see it? Gates of Dell. It's pretty good. It's, pretty it's actually pretty clever. Um, yeah, look, the Texans, man, I don't know. I like They are legit. They're, they're going to go like 10 and 7 like the Bengals did in 2021 and they're going to make a run. Like, Let's say, um, let's pull up the Jag. I think you have the Jag schedule up because I'm a little bit curious to see the Jags. Look, they got a nice win yesterday. They absolutely obliterated the Titans. Trevor Lawrence had his best game, but I don't know. The, 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 what are they? Only one game behind the Texans, and they already beat the Jags, and they get to play them again. So I think it's going to be a close race. Like, you know. This is the Texans. Yeah, let's say, let's say, Chris, the Texans, let's say they don't win the division. They get, what, the sixth seed? Who are they going to play? The Dolphins? I think the Texans could beat the Dolphins in Miami, right? Hey, if the Texans have a winning record, you're beating. If you have a winning record, you're beating the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, it's true. exactly. So like, like I'm actually scared because then if the Chiefs get the one seed and they're a six seed winning a wild card game, Texans are marching right into Arrowhead, uh, the, and the, I don't want to play CJ Stroud on a hot streak right now because I'm telling you, I know it sounds crazy. If you told us five weeks ago that the Texans would be this team. If you, you, you want me to have in 2021, we're the season that the Bengals are going to be that good. J- Jags or Texans schedule? Do you want me to have up? Jags. This is the Jags, yeah. right? Okay, mm-hmm. so the Jags. They play next week. Yeah. That's going to be a great game. Uh, what was that just a one o'clock game? Okay, that's going to be a great witching hour if that game's close. Monday night against the Bengals. Uh, if Joe Burrow let's, was there, that would be a great game. Let's give the Texans, since we're hyping them up, the benefit of the doubt. Let's say they win that game. That's it. The Texans are in first, so all they have to do is just not lose more games than the Jags. Uh, than than the Jags do. Here, here's the Texans, here's the Texans schedule. schedule. The Jags, which... Look at this. They could win. They could win the next four games. That's easy. The Broncos... They can beat the, te- they can beat the Browns, too. Broncos, winnable. Jets, win. 
Titans win. Browns. What? The the Texans could How go. How many out. games are left? What is that? Seven. What if they go five and two? Exactly. What is that? Five and five and two. Eleven and six. And that, Wait, and then go back to the Jags schedule because we're we're gonna say they beat the Jags, so that will tie them at seven and four. So let's just quickly count the Jags after the Texans game. Where are we? Okay. Here we go. So, okay, the Jags probably beat the Bengals at this point. So what is that, eight and four? Let's say they lose to the Browns. Honestly, I, I, don't, I don't know if that game's good. That's in Cleveland, too. That's a tough environment. Forget about in the Browns. December. Ravens. Say so they lose to the Ravens. Beat the Whatever, whatever. It doesn't really matter. You know, it's actually, yeah, I say, I say the Jags probably go five and two as well. But if the, that, okay, so we know what it is now. Next week's game, Texans-Jags, is going to be easily the biggest game of the season for both those teams. Thankfully, think, it's on red zone, too. I'm, I know. I'm that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, look out for the Texans because they're scary. The Jags, I wanted to call them frauds, but, you know, I'll, I'll let them have a nice win against the Titans this week. Um, Chris, another team I quickly want to talk about where I feel like it's going to go under the radar just because these 4 o'clock games were kind of whatever yesterday. The but Seahawks? Yeah, I feel like them, you know, you Let might just look at a, a game against the Rams. They lose 16-17. to 17 They and lost they, a series to the Rams. Yeah, they lost a series to the Rams. McVay owns Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. Um, but you look at that, you're like, oh, it's a vision game. It's still week 11. There's still 6-4. and four. It's Kenneth fine. Walker with a serious oblique injury. He's going to miss some time. That's a big loss for them. The Seahawks, Sam, they... Are the playoffs in their future? I don't know. Oh, that's why I want to put. A, I, I I want to talk about them because we were just hyping up Geno Smith last week for finally having a good game, winning that game, and he got hurt in the middle of this game. Drew Lock had to come in. They stalled out a million times, and then they brought back Geno, who was cleared to go for the final drive. He put him in field goal range, so this is not Geno's fault, and they missed the field goal. I mean, it happens sometimes. The 49ers did it against the Browns, but I think I think a what a lot of people are going to look at and be like, uh, kind of like a random Ram Seahawks game in week 11. It's a big game. You take a look at the, do we have the Seahawks schedule? Yeah, yep. you take a look at the Seahawks schedule now. Cowboys, 49ers again. Eagles. Philly, Titans. Steelers, Steelers is never Cardinals. easy. Like, it's if they go 8-9, and nine, it's over. There's Yeah, Seahawks fans are, they every, every game is just as or more important than the next for this They one. have to... In these next four games, they have to they have to at least get one of these. They have to. I mean, I really don't know where they're going to win it, though. The 49ers, since Russ has left, have let, really owned the Seahawks. Let's just say they take one game against the 49ers. I, I, I don't think they will. I really don't. I, I, I can't see it. I think the only shot they have is for the Cowboys to have one of their weird Cowboys games where they're not playing well against like a decent team. I'll I don't be, know. I'll be generous. In, in this situation, in the world we live in right now, when we're recording this, also, they'll take December 10th against the Seahawks. I mean, December 10th against the 49ers. Also, they'll take that one. In San Francisco. Go ahead. I mean, look, basically what I'm saying is if they're sitting in week 18 at 8-8 eight and eight and they got to win. They have back-to-back Thursday night football games. Interesting. Do they? Yeah. Thanksgiving and then they put following against the Cowboys. Uh, oh yeah, okay. They, they kind of get yeah, that makes sense. They get uh, a little unfair treatment there. Usually, you have ten days rest, while he t- they only have seven. Yeah, but it's thanks. It's different. No, I, I understand. Um, I'm just saying. Look, basically, what I'm saying is, if they're eight and eight going into Arizona in week eighteen, and they got to win to get in, honestly, against Kyler at this point, we don't know if Kyler's going to be heating up at the end of the season. Like, I'm just telling you, like people are going to brush off this law. I know Seahawks fans are listening, and they're like, "Yeah, I, I'm kind of worried." But to the rest of the NFL fans, like you got to look out for the Seahawks because 
They're a fun team. I'm rooting for them. I like Gino, but I think we're kind of looking at a, a sad ending to this team's season. They don't get their shit together, and they really ruined it here with this game. So I don't know. I don't know, Chris. It's going to be tough, but that's all I have to say about the Seahawks. I want to see if I can pull out the uh, playoff picture. Yeah, let's take a let's take a quick pit stop here. Uh, we're a few weeks removed for our midseason episode. I want to quickly talk about just a couple things. Let's take a look at the playoff picture first. Let's see where we're at. We're at this uh, this time of year. Um, you know, it's the Monday after Week Eleven. You still got Chiefs Eagles tonight. I'm so fucking nervous. But um, let's see what do we got right now. Who who's in the hunt? No, no way. The Rams are the ninth seed. That's crazy. Imagine the Rams made the playoffs. They're going to be 6-11, and 11, but that would be insane. So, that is really close up. What is going on? Well, I'm trying to get close up because it's far away. If we do it like That's that. fine. That's fine. I think people can see, right? You're good. You're good. Just put on your glasses. Um, <laughs> look at the Chargers. Oh, Chargers fans. You guys are the 13th seed. You guys are the third. You have Justin Herbert. Keenan Allen. You know what bothers me? Austin Eckler. Brandon Staley got. I forgot what the question was. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. We need to pull that clip up. I don't want to talk some about point. it. I'm like, what do you say? You're the coach. You. That's have a guy to that knows. That he's question. getting. By the way, he's gone. Oh yeah. By the way, if they lose to the Ravens on Sunday Night Football next week, that's it. I, they're not. He has fi- to be fired. They're not firing him until the end of the year. I don't. If they didn't do it already, they're not going to do it. You're four and six. You're eliminated from the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. Come on, let's be real here. They're not going to have some miracle comeback. No, obviously not. We knew this from the start. And so stop giving he's them. He's lost the locker room. There's no way you have a team this talented and you're four and six. It, it comes into coaching at the end of the day. That's the biggest issue. I don't even know what the, the – how do you have that much talent on that team? And it doesn't matter. When you put six. on that uniform, it's over. The season's over the second you put on the uniform. If you would have told me that Zach Wilson would have, would be playing the starting quarterback for the Jets and the Chargers and Jets at this point would have the same record, four and six, I would have said no way. But look at that. Crazier things have happened. The Raiders, better record. It's sad, too, because it's not like the Chargers record is impo- or schedule is impossible. Like, you have so much talent. I know Joey Bosa's out, likely out for the season. I don't know. But, like... How do you lose to the Packers? What are you doing? Like the, the Colts, you're, you're Brandon, Granite Staley, rookie quarterback, out for the year with Anthony Richardson. I was calling higher in the playoffs for Brandon Staley's job at this time last year when they were on their way to the playoffs. This another charging on the freaking Bahamas. Like, go leave the league. Is, you guys suck. You're so pointless. You're here just for teams that are inferior to you to beat you. Like, you're just so pointless in the NFL. No one needs you in the NFL anymore, Chargers, except for teams that want to play you on Sunday because they know you're gonna blow it. Is nobody going to talk about the fact that the Packers are just... They get me so wild up. There's no point of having those nice uniforms. That quarterback that's actually very likable and Justin Herbert, he got so... I've never seen him get so angry at his team yesterday. He was screaming at his offensive lineman. And then Brandon Staley has the nerve to... A guy who's asking a very reasonable question in the media, and he has the nerve to get mad at him. Because guess what? You know you're going to lose your job. Well, why do I care about the Chargers? What is going on? Why, why am I even getting mad about this? I'm getting mad about a team that's never going to win a fucking Super Bowl. Damn. And I'm a Chiefs fan. I should be happy. But, you know, it just pisses me off when I see so much talent going to waste and just nice uniforms, a nice stadium. Put the Chiefs into that. No, actually, I love Arrowhead. I, I'll never say that again. But put, put a, No, not the Chiefs. But put, like, a good – put a team that deserves – put the Lions in that stadium. Put a team that will fill up that fucking stadium, not the Chargers. The Chargers just disgust me, man. They just disgust me. Such a waste of a team, man. Such a waste of just all 
Yeah. You know, a good thing they're in my division because at least if there's one team to just fuck it up like that every season, at least they're going to be a Chiefs rival. So, all right, I'm done ranting about the Chargers because why? How, how, how did we get here? But no, the playoff race looking good. <laughs> AFC obviously went more exciting than the NFC, being that the cow no, that the Cowboys. Packers are two games out at four and six, while the Vikings have six wins. Um, <laughs> honestly, at this point, I guess I want to bring up the the uh, the fact of. What team outside right now in both either uh, conference can you see making it in? <laughs> um, if, if any at all. I truly, I truly don't see anyone in the NFC. I think it, it would have to be an NFC South team just to replace the Saints. But I, I, I still, I'm still picking the Saints to win it at like eight and nine. So I don't see anyone in the AFC or the NFC. The AFC. I, if, if the Bills were to replace anyone, I'd probably. I just always see the Steelers making it. I don't know. It's tough because the Browns just won. If the Browns would have lost yesterday, I would have easily said Bills replaced the Browns. It's hard for me to say that the Bills are going to miss it, but the Madden curse, Josh Allen on the cover, it, it, it just the writing's on the wall for that. Yeah. But it's so hard. The Madden to curse doesn't really matter. I mean, Mahomes broke the Madden curse. Look at, it. Look at the record, uh, the track record of that, and it's not very good. How did the Raiders find themselves at like 8-9 every year? I don't get it. Look, they're 5-6. and six. When did they win five times? When did that happen? Well, they beat the Giants. And the Jets. Congratulations. A bunch of really easy teams. Congrats. Okay, Chris. Shall we discuss, quickly update our MVP takes? Because I think your Joe Burrow take and my Tua take was just absolutely horrendous. I can't control um, injuries, guys. That was listen. That, that, I know, that was terrible. I know, your, I know your take. It's going to be what? Shroud or Hurts? I'm sure. You, you know it's the quarterback award. Yeah, it's I'm a quarterback award. I'm trying to make the argument that if there's one year not to have it be a quarterback. Look, 2012 is the last time a non-quarterback won it. That's not that long ago. It's 11 seasons. But if there's one year to change it, it's got to be this year. I mean, how are you not going to at least consider Miles Garrett for MVP? I'm sorry. He, he has a say in literally all seven of the Browns wins. I know TJ Watt's a game wrecker. But I think this was kind of, you know, like quarterbacks face off that are both in the MVP race and whoever, whatever team wins that game, the guy quarterback is a leg up. I think Miles Garrett did that to TJ Watt in this game. The whole thing is with that, I'm not disagreeing with you saying that we need to have a different position besides a quarterback winning MVP. It's the fact that it just won't happen again, or at least for a long time. Uh, and I don't know. I really. TJ Watt last year, you see the splits with him out and with him. I know he missed a ton of time last year, but when he didn't play, how bad the Steelers were versus when he did play. The fact that. Nobody sat there and said, hmm, T.J. Watt's the MVP to that team. How come he isn't even in the conversation? I get how much time he missed, trust me. But the fact that nobody's bringing that up with how valuable he is in that situation. Miles Garrett, he's just not winning. He's just not going to win it. He's not going to be considered. It's a quarterback award. It's a quarterback-driven league. It's the way it is. I mean, look, if C.J. Stroud, if they make the playoffs, I get it. He'll win it. But I really think if the Browns make the playoffs, I I think Miles Garrett mixed with the Browns making the playoffs is just a tiny bit more impressive than, believe it or not, C.J. Stroud. I don't know. I, I'm really impressed by Miles Garrett this year. Did you see the video? Him with of, the helmet? Yeah, with yeah. The, the helmet. And So a guy's helmet came off, and then he took the helmet up, and all the Steelers players started surrounding him, and he was like, whoa, whoa, not again, not again. I remember Mason Rudolph that was shaking, my watching. freshman year of college. And that was so I'm funny. I was watching at a sports bar on, in Lynn. On, on my computer. And all of a sudden, I'm just watching Miles Garrett with the helmet hit Mason Rudolph. I'm like, what is happening? 
I didn't even know what to react. The memes were pretty good after that, though. His dented head. What a what a weird time in, in the NFL. That was such an underrated season, the 2019 season. There was a lot of good moments. But that's for an offseason. I do want to do a draft of the last 10 NFL seasons as a whole. That would be fun. You'd have to do a lot of research, though. But that's 2020 goes last. Okay, Um, maybe this season. Uh. I think that's it for our subjects. Yeah, let's do our uh, week twelve predictions, Chris. Unless you got anything else to talk about, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, do you quickly? Oh, really? Oh. Okay. Really quick. I'm really annoyed at myself for not going on with this bit of the Giants and the Washington. Me memeing you last week and me just not picking the Giants. I and mean, Tommy, De- Tommy DeVito got the. Yeah, win. actually, yeah. we should mention Tommy DeVito really quickly. I, I, hold, hold, hold on a second. Like, and also, Tommy DeVito has more career games with multiple passing touchdowns than Kenny Pickett. That's And he had three touchdowns in this game. And the last time Daniel Jones had three touchdowns in a game was in 2019. Insane. Insane. What other games? Cowboys, Deron Bland, fourth pick six. That's a record. That's pretty cool. We're getting to the point where we're just like naming the most. Yeah, I mean, there's really nothing else. Um, do you want to quickly review the, the Kelsey clip? Oh yeah, we of have the, of the Christmas song. Majestic voice. We're not gonna watch. We're obviously not gonna listen to the whole thing. Just a, a snippet. But I thought it was pretty funny that. Um, all right, we'll have this up first, and then you got to bring up the picture of Kelsey because he what? How is he a star tight end? I mean, I'm happy he is obviously, but I'll, I'll bring up the photo his first. body type is very interesting. <laughs> yeah, what is that? I mean, he looks like Adam Sandler. That's the only real comparison I could. I know people are like, he looks like a gas station owner in Alabama or whatever. Look at him. Where Why are you giving that look? Where have you seen these memes about like his body type? Uh, I'm on a different website. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, it's on Instagram. You haven't seen the memes of him yet? Of singing this song? And they're all, they're all like seen- roasting him for like, how is he a Pro Bowl? How is he a Hall of Famer tight end with that body? He's just having fun. I don't know. Look, I'm glad he's still he's still producing. So you can look however you want if you're still going to be Travis Kelsey. But I just think it was funny to think like literally the most famous player in the NFL right now, like a guy who with pads on looks like he's probably absolutely ripped, like his face, like he's Zeus. That's his nickname, Zeus. <laughs> He looks like a forty-year-old dad. Zeus. That's his nickname. Yeah, and people don't call him that. Often. He, that's what he was called, like, but like before Mahomes era. But I mean, if you want to call him a nickname, that's technically what his nickname was. I, you don't I, have anything I, to say about him. I have nothing to say because I've never heard anyone ever call him Zeus. Okay, we'll go back to the picture, not the Zeus. Never. Not, all right, I should never mentioned it then. What do you want to do? Listen to the song. Sure. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know. I'm actually I'm wait. So this is a I'm gonna use a big word they, here. Wait, I'm so, flabbergasted after hearing Zeus. Al, is this is this a full new album again? Uh, it's just a song. Just the song this year because they came out with a full album last year. Should we? Interesting. All right, let's let's play like a snippet of it. Let's see. Is this the part with Kelsey in it? I just want to hear the part with Kelsey in it because. Oh, because the volume's on. I've seen the picture, but I haven't really heard most of the song yet. Okay. It's kind of catchy. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's kind of good. Sam, get up, dance again. Make it rain on Sam. Woo! 
It's kind of majestic the way those hips move. Why would you make that noise? Well, so could anyone. Oh, is this Kelsey? Wait. No, this is Jason. Brings a tear to my eye every time. So they went for like a like a pirate sea shanty, I guess, right? Ahoy, matey! Is no, that, that's is that what one? it sounds like they're about to say. Yeah, it was a very shan shantivisus. I'm just gonna make up a word. A shantavious song. <laughs> also, quick shout out to uh, what was his name? Stone Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Stewart Stone. <laughs> hurting and I'm having a heart attack. All right. It's stone smart, Chris. Okay. Week 12 prediction. Uh, all right. Yeah, the song was good. The song was all right. It was right. Hold on. Hold on. I'll listen to it once uh, Once on a blue moon, once on a fortnight. All right. What are you pulling up? Week 12? What are we doing? Oh, stone smart. That's not stone smart, is it? He looks way bigger in his... He looks skinny there. He looks very tired. He kind of looks like. He kind of looks like. You said that he looks very tired. He kind of looks like Salim from Nelk a little bit, just a little bit, not not that much, but a little bit. Jasper, you like Stone Smart? Should I get his jersey? Chris, running low on time. It's not the time to peruse the section of Amazon for Stone Smart. Okay. Doggo. Week twelve predictions. Let's start. Oh, no, we're not going to do our Thanksgiving games. By the way, yeah. we're going to have an episode coming out the day after this one, probably on Wednesday, of our Thanksgiving episode. So we're going to do our predictions of the three Thanksgiving games. We'll do a recap of the Chiefs-Eagles game since it hasn't happened yet. And um, also, we're going to do a draft of Thanksgiving foods. So that should be fun. But let's start with the Black <laughs> Friday game, Chris. we got a Friday game. It's Jets-Dolphins at MetLife. Obviously, they put this on Black Friday because they thought it was going to be Tua versus Rodgers. Not that, obviously, so it's going to be the Dolphins. I think it's going to be ugly, though. I think the Dolphins are going to squeak out with kind of a weird win on a short week. I'm going to have the Dolphins winning 22-13. to 13. Dolphins play a team under 500. They will win. I'm going to say Jets have a good defense. Uh, what are you laughing at? I, I, oh, Jasper? I, I don't know why I said Jets have a good defense, obviously. Uh, Dolphins will win, I'm going to say, 27-13. to. I don't even know who's going to be starting at quarterback. I don't think that's going to make a difference, but 27 to 16. Okay. Uh, Bucks, Colts. I got the Colts winning this one and a close game winning field goal back from the bye, 23 to 20. 
Bucks Colts. Um, seems like a Buccaneers spot to win this game. I'm gonna say it's gonna be 24-20 Bucks win. Okay. Um. Oh my gosh, this might be the worst game of the entire NFL season. I don't even know what to do with this one. Patriots Giants. Usually, when both teams are very bad, points are scored, but both of these offenses no, 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 are no. absolutely. This will probably abysmal. look like the the Patriots Giants Super Bowl, where it's low scoring, but some yeah. crazy shits gonna happen at this the end. Just, this is just bad. I got the Patriots winning it though, thirteen to nine. Yeah, I think the Patriots do win this game too. I'm gonna have to say, I'll say, I'll say eighteen to ten. Okay. Um, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. It's got to be Steelers on this yeah, one. Steelers, Twenty to fourteen. Steelers gonna bounce back. I, uh, Bengals first game without Joe Burrow. So a lot of first. Uh, not really, but a lot of. I was a lot of first. I don't even know. I can't. I can't. I can't even talk right now. I'm just. I'm just mumbling my we words just gotta together. Just got to both of these games, Chris. Yeah. Uh, Twenty. I'll say twenty-two to fourteen. Titans Panthers. I don't really know if this game should be televised, but it will be. Um, Titans 21, Panthers 17. I'm a <laughs> what Panthers fan travels? Actually, it's pretty close, I guess. Who say travels <laughs> to Nashville for a Panthers-Titans game? Nashville, who does that? You know, t- popular area. Yeah, but like, who just goes to this game? You work hard all week, man. You're going to pay for a Titans-Panthers game. All right, so we have to bolt through these. 25-22. Uh, Titans-Titans-Titans. Houston-Jacksonville. This is the big one. I got Houston. I'm going to roll with them. 27-24. to 24. It's going to be a close and uh, fun game. Oh, this is going to be a good game. Uh, I have to go with my uh, Super Bowl prediction. I'm going for the Jaguars for a split game. I got to get that lead on you for our record, Samuel. Uh, Jaguars going to win 28-27. to 27. Close game. Frisky game. CJ Stroud is going to look good. Tank Dell, that's my boy. Uh, Calvin Ridley's probably not going to do too much this game. It's going to be Evan Ingram season. Book it. Book it. Um, Falcons, Saints. What one catch? Seven yards? Falcon. Yeah. Okay. Falcons, Saints. It was nice not to see him this week. I don't really like either of these teams this year. But I'm going to pick the Saints to win 23-16. Oh, win the Saints. Marching in. Saints, the Saints go marching in. All right. Uh, Saints are going to win 21-20. Um, to I was so scared right there. Uh, Cardinals, Rams. I'm going to pick the Cardinals to win 23-14. Yeah, Cardinals also going to take this one. They're going to take it like a mouse takes cheese. Uh, 26-23. I don't know what that means. Browns-Broncos. You know what? The Rams are going to think they're going to win this game. But they're going to be like the mouse. Here's the trap. Oh, sorry, Jasper. Boom! They got hit in the trap. I didn't didn't mean to scare Jasper. Browns-Broncos. Broncos 16. Browns 13. Browns, Broncos, uh, Broncos country, let's ride. POV, the ra- I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just naming memes at this point. Um, Browns going to win, I'll say 21-9. Eagles, Bills, seems like a good matchup on paper. Eagles are going to win at 27-17. Sorry, Bills fans. <laughs> yeah. Six and six. You know, this game is really interesting for the fact of... <laughs> Someone's phone is ringing. What that noise? Um, uh, so let's just say the... E- sorry, Alex. <laughs> let's just say the uh the, the eagles lose uh tonight the eagles are definitely winning this game if they win tonight they're still gonna win this game i don't know why i had to prolong that that was so weird to me eagles will win this game 29 25 okay another 25 chiefs raiders sprinkle it, sprinkle it. <laughs> uh chiefs raiders 
it's in Las Vegas, so hopefully this is our annual uh, demolishing of the Raiders in Vegas. Uh, I'm hoping the offense looks good tonight and keeps that going next week against the Raiders. So I got the Chiefs winning 34-17. Wow. I'm going to go Chiefs going to win. I'm going to say 29-15. to 15. Okay. Uh, and then the Sunday night football game, Ravens, Chargers. I'm still going to have trust in the Ravens. Uh, they're, the Chargers defense is so bad. Mark Andrews or not, they're going to win. Ravens 33, Chargers 23. I'm going with the Ravens as well, but I can very well see the Chargers winning this game as sort of a trap type of feel. Uh, Chargers. Mm, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't. I'm a, I'm a, you're, I've wasted all my energy I, this episode on the Chargers. You I, guys would, know. I would not be surprised if the Chargers win, but I have to go with just the straight up better team right now in the Ravens. Brandon Staley could always find a way to just choke this game. Ravens will win 37 to 32. Okay, and then I'm not really sure why they put this game on Monday Night Football, but here we are. Bears, Vikings. Al, I got a bounce back game for you. Vikings 24, Bears 17. Yeah, Vikings will win. I'm going to say 29, Bears 21. All right, Al, do we have time for uh, for a top three list here? Quick one? Quickie? All right. Uh, last week, what do we have? Donuts. This week, we're going to go with another sweet treat. Chris, this is genuinely one of the top three things we've bonded on. In life. Throughout in life. Bears. And not anymore, sadly, because, you know, you're a little, little skinny boy over here. But, yeah, uh, but you know what? I used to be, in my heyday, in my prime, I used to be able to down two pints of Ben and & Jerry's in one night. <laughs> and I have. I would watch Impractical Jokers oh. and eat two pints, or I would watch South Park and eat two pints, and I wouldn't care in the world. Or a Dairy Queen Blizzard If I cake. could have two pints, I would, but I mean, I can't afford it. Back in my heyday, I was I was a menace when, okay. it, came, when, it, when it came to food. So you guys get the gist. We're laming our top three Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavors. If you guys don't have Ben and Jerry's, you're not living. I'm sorry. So if you don't relate to this top three, I feel bad for you. Um, Chris, ben and Jerry. you start with your number three. My number three, I have to go with s'mores. You know, s'mores, typical uh, staple point when it comes to the summertime. Marshmallow, graham cracker, chocolate. What's there not to love about a s'mores? A s'mores is my number three. Okay, I've been back and forth with my number three. I'll give an honorable mention to Half-Baked, but... My two first options are chocolate, my, my one and two. So I'm going to go with a vanilla-based one. Very underrated. I'm going to go milk and cookies. I think it doesn't get enough hype. Um, that should have been the honorable mention. No. I, I, look, I love Half-Baked more than anyone, but I feel like I need a vanilla option on here. And uh, chocolate chip cookie dough was in there as well, but it was a little a little too bland. But I'm going to go with milk and cookies, Chris. I think, I think it's extremely underrated. I think when you hit that cookie base, they put the sugar cookie in there. Makes, it, it, there's a little bit of crunchiness. I, I don't know. I, I, it's grown on me the last five years. If this was a few years ago, it wouldn't even be in my top five. We should each be eating a pint of Ben & Jerry's right now while we Chris, you know, I'm always down. All right, what's... I'll go number two. I'll say... It's got to be fish food, guys. I mean, how is it not fish food? How If you don't have fish food in your top three, unless I guess you don't like chocolate, I mean, there's nothing more perfect mixture than chocolate ice cream... Chocolate chunks, marshmallow, and caramel. It's beautiful. And the fish, as an added touch, the little chocolates are shaped like fish. The little fishies. Are- yeah. <laughs> My number two is going to be half-baked. What an iconic flavor. That's what Al is at all times. That's just... Uh, <laughs> My... Uh, my heyday, I would always have two pints of half baked. I would just be sitting there watching TV at two in the morning. No, look, half baked l- is living great. Living my best but, life. Yeah. Okay, Chris. I'll say my number one because you already mentioned it. It's s'mores. It's the old s'mores. I don't think there was anything better than taking a chunk of the chocolate with the marshmallow and then 
feeling the graham cracker uh, crunch, and it was so salty. I, I miss it. I miss it. It got discontinued like six or seven years ago, and that's all I used to get. I used to literally not get any other pie unless it wasn't available. It was easily top three ice cream I've ever had in my life. Not I think I day. found the like original one on like Amazon or something. The new like one. That. You said the new one's not bad. Honestly, it just does it such a disservice. I can't believe they discontinued it. It's not bad. It. I miss it so much. My really number do. one. It's easily my number one. To no surprise, fish shoot. It's the first ever yep, pint yep. of Ben and Jerry's flavors I have ever had. So hold a special spot in my heart. How do you not love it? I just like the little fish. Everything about it. It, it just gives me like a warm feeling when I do eat you it. Some, do you it, eat it's, the it's my fish it's my feel good. Or do you bite like the tail or the head first? It it depends on my mood. Yeah, so, I'm a ritualistic eater, so that's how so some sometimes I'll I'll do the entire thing. Sometimes I'll go tail first. Sometimes I'll go head first. It really just depends on how uh, groovy I'm feeling that day. Okay, how spunky. Okay, um, quick shout out to Marshmallow Sky, also a great one. You can't buy it in stores Only? though, except for Ben and Jerry's. That, that, that's a, they really need to make that oh, a such a good flavor. I can name flavors all day. It's so one day we'll have like a full draft. Name your eighth favorite. Americone Dream. I don't know. That's probably around there, like lower half of the top ten. All right, Chris. Good. I like the. Uh, oh, I want Ben and Jerry's. It's, the, it's literally like twelve o'clock, and the I want core ice cream. The one that have the cores in no, it. No, those are the worst. No. Easy I, I like them. I like no, them. No, cookie dough core is the worst. Guys, don't try it, guys. It's awful. Cherry Garcia, shout out as well. Okay, we can't keep shouting out the ice cream, cream condensor, the ice um, cream lieutenant, the ice cream merchant. Okay, the ice cream rabbi. I don't know. I just thought of something. Um, that's what I am. <laughs> ice cream rabbi. <laughs> um, okay, that's it. We had our week 11 recap. We got through it. We got a nice top three. We got our predictions. Chris, we got an episode tomorrow. We're going to film for Thanksgiving. Shout out um, Tommy Tremble. Shout out Tommy Tremble. Um, shout out Xander Horvath. Shout out Co'Keefe. All right. Shout out Corn Elder. Shout out Panthers cornerback. Oh, Corn Elder, man. Best cornerback of all time. Shout, Panthers. shout out Equinemia St. Brown. The better St. Brown. Okay. Chris, we're done. Thank Shout you guys. BJ Raji. Enough. Oh my gosh, that was a name I haven't heard of in a while. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Of course, follow us. Subscribe on and like. Please and comment. Turn notifications on. It means a lot. We want to grow this thing. It's been growing. We can't wait to put out this video again. And we got a video. Uh, don't go anywhere. We got a video tomorrow that's going to come out on Wednesday. So. If, if you don't subscribe and like, Sam will find you. Remember that. And you, <laughs> and you don't want Sam to find you. No, you don't. <laughs> Look, Jasper's scared. He's one. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next episode. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, all day.